Hello, my beautiful friends and family, and welcome back to another episode of Speech with Rach. I am your host, Rachel Musial, M-A-C-C-C-S-L-P. And in today's episode, we're going to be starting a new little series that I have been, or I'm going to start launching on my Instagram and TikTok. And that is 25 Things I Wish I Knew Before I Was 25. And the other day, I was just sitting down thinking, you know, if someone asked me what would my best piece of advice be to someone in their early 20s, what would I say? And so I took a 30-minute journal session, and I just wrote down every piece of advice that came to my head that would really made an impact on my decisions, my growth, my beliefs in life. And so starting with today's episode, I'm going to be sharing one of those pieces of advice with you every single week to hopefully give you a little bit of knowledge and wisdom, especially if you are someone that's below 25. If you're older than 25, this is very much practical advice too, so make sure that you give this whole episode and series a listen because I promise it is worth it. So with that being said, let's get right into it. All right, friends. So as I shared in the intro, I wanted to create a list of some really practical advice that I've learned over the past few years and maybe wish that I would have taken in or applied to my life a little bit earlier. And I decided to create 25 pieces of advice that I wish I knew before I was 25. And these relate to everything from speech pathology to life, love, mindfulness, mental health, you name it. So the first piece of advice that I wanted to share is when people show you who they are, believe them. When people show you who they are, believe them. Now, I really think that this quote, this saying really relates to the speech world. And here's why. We all know that communication is so much more than your words. In fact, your words are usually not really what's being communicated. We can really find a lot of truth in body language and actions and things we do when we're maybe not being realized that we're being watched. And even as we see in our fields, Someone can say one thing, but their body can tell us a different story. Over the past few years, I have moved between various states, met various fan groups, dated various men, and had various jobs. And through all of it, I've come in contact with all different types of people. And what I have learned from all of my experiences is, while it's important to pay attention to what they're telling me, it's more important to observe what they are showing me. Now, let me give you an example of this. And I think for me, honestly, I I think that I really stepped into this saying in the dating world. So my mom would always say to me, you know, if a guy wants to see you, he will see you. And 
His actions say a lot more about his feelings and beliefs than necessarily his words do. And so I will give you an example. I remember one time I was seeing this guy. I think we had we had met on Hinge or Tinder, you know, one of those apps. Gone on a few dates and it was going well. And he was telling me that he wanted me to meet his family, that he'd never met anyone like me before. He took me to a hockey game. We sat box seats. I mean, we were moving quick. And he spoke to me like I was this incredible human being. But what I noticed was that his actions didn't seem to match. And I remember one time we were supposed to have a date and waiting for him, waiting for him. Ends up being a lot later than I thought and still end up meeting up. And what happened was his idea of a date was watching a Netflix show with his roommate. I drove 30 minutes to sit at his couch and watch a Netflix show with his roommate. This was a guy that two days before that told me he wanted me to meet his family. And now on one of our first dates was screen of treating the relationship like it wasn't important to him and I wasn't special. And I brought it up to him and I said, listen, you tell me that you feel this way and that way, but your actions don't line up. And he kept saying, oh, I'm so sorry. I really feel this way, really feel this way. And then again, I kept seeing in his actions that it wasn't true. And so what I decided to do was take a step back and end that relationship. Was he saying all the right things? Yeah. Was on paper he pretty much perfect? Yeah. But was his actions speaking his truth? They weren't aligning with what he was saying. And so what I really learned is people can say all they want to say, but their actions will show us their truth. And when it comes to being someone in your early 20s, that's a time when you are likely dating, meeting new friends, and interacting in different social situations. And if you are someone like me, you are maybe a little bit social and enjoy spending time with people. And maybe sometimes you have trouble drawing the line when it comes to how many people or who you let into your life because your belief is kind of maybe the more the merrier. And I guess just through these experiences, I have started to learn that even when someone tells you one thing, again, their actions can show a different story. And it's really up to you to decide if it's something you want to allow in your life or not. What I've kind of learned is people are open to conversation and to growth at times, but as humans, habitually, we tend to fall back into our patterns. And it's kind of our job when we meet people in life to say, listen, no one's perfect, right? But whatever that person has going on, is it someone that raises us up? That when we're with them, they they make us feel higher and better and more like ourselves? Or is it someone that drains us? And if it is someone that drains us, it's our choice to say, am I going to allow that into my life? And if I am, I have to know what these impacts might be on my mental health, on my friendship, on my beliefs, right? People are going to show you who they are, and it is up to you to decide whether you're okay with that or not. Listen, I'm not saying to judge and be 
you know, saying that this is right or this is wrong about other people's behaviors. What I'm saying again is that no one is perfect. Everyone has something, right? Something that makes them unique. And it's your job to decide whether you want that in your life. And a lot of times you can really tell what those behaviors and patterns are like by their actions and by their habits. Maybe you have a friend that consistently cancels plans with you. But every time they're nice about it, right? Their actions, though, are showing you that for whatever reason, you're not a priority to them. And you can't make someone want to spend time with you. Like, that's such an icky feeling. I I always hated when I would be dating or have a friend and they'd cancel, and I would always feel like I was always making them hang out with me. And I'm like, listen, if you don't want to hang out with me, you don't want to hang out with me. That's okay. But I would rather you be honest about that than continually cancel plans and show me with your actions that I'm not a priority to you, right? We need to look at those things. And I think that this relates a lot to the speech field as well through working with our own population in that actions show us a lot more sometimes about our kiddos, our clients, than their words do. Watching how they interact with caregivers, how they naturally play, how they interact with outside situations, inside, you know, small group, large group. And so taking a step back and observing in general our world is a really powerful tool. And I'm an extrovert, but There are times that that extroverted energy is so draining that I need those weekends to be an introvert. And I think that during those weekends, that's kind of when I do like a self-audit. And I look at my life and I say, you know, who are the people and the experiences raising me up? Who's meh? Who's making me feel not so great? And who's, who's bringing me down? And what can I do? What can I do in this situation to control that? Now, I think another big piece of that is when it comes to maybe coworkers or bosses. Again, their actions will show you a lot more about who they are than their words sometimes. And we can't change our coworkers, right? That's not something, unfortunately, that we really get a choice that often. A lot of times we are put on a team with all different types of people. And what I'm saying here is be accepting and open and just notice what people's behaviors and tendencies are like. You're not going to be able to change a ton of their interactions, but you can change how it affects you. If you know that there's a coworker that every single time we're with them, they are blabbing, blabbing, blabbing on and are always negative Nancy, you can't control whether or not they're going to be negative, right? But you can control how much time they get in your day. If you aren't happy with the way that they're spending their time with you, it's up to you to say, hey, you know what? I am enjoying this conversation so much, but I have so much on my plate right now. I think I need to step away for a minute and focus. The biggest thing whenever we are advocating for ourselves is that we never put blame on the other person. We always give it in our perspective using an I statement. Again, we can't change others' behaviors, but we can let them know how it affects us and we can control what we do and say. So 
like I said, take a little self-audit in your life and, and take a look at your coworkers, your friends, your significant others, family members. What do their actions tell you? And what do their words tell you? And do they line up? In my closest, closest friends, I can almost guarantee that their actions and their words line up because they are people that have I really vetted and have lasted with me for so long that I trust them to let them into my inner circle. I am a lot more selective now that I'm older with the people that I let into my life because like I've said, everyone's actions show you their truth. And it's very easy to see that early on and up, it's up to you to decide whether to allow that or not. And for me, I would rather kind of get ahead of the game and maybe not allow people in that are gonna bring me down rather than giving every single person the benefit of the doubt letting them come in and take your energy, and then you have to go on the defense. So doing a self-audit of your energy, your time, your surroundings is a very powerful tool, especially if you are maybe in a rut. I'm going to be honest, the past few weeks, I have been in a funky mood trying to figure out how best to invest my time and energy in both money, friends, products, courses, learning, you name it. And for me, again, this isn't going to be for everyone, but for me, taking a minute to journal and reflect and look at it with the lens of what can I control in this situation? And with this lesson, when people show you who they are, believe them, the whole idea is that you can't control their words or their actions but you can control how you let it affect you. With that being said, make sure that you guys follow along. I'm going to be hopefully putting up a little video for this um, on TikTok with these lessons to go a little bit more in depth. So let me know if it resonates with you. Also, it is still March, so we are still on my 30-day affirmation challenge I will be resending that calendar tomorrow in my newsletter. So make sure you sign up for that on my website if you have not yet. Until next time, I am sending you guys so much love and light. Thank you for continuing to allow me to have a voice with this, in this community and to share my ideas and belief with such an open-minded and kind-hearted group of people. Love you guys lots. See you next time.